Welcome to Catch a Release, a podcast project undertaken by more than 100 English 12 students from Sir Winston Churchill Secondary in Vancouver, BC. In these episodes, you'll be hearing about their memories, big moments from their lives, their regrets, and their dealings with mental health. We hope that after catching these stories, you find a way to release what's holding you back. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, folks! Thank you for following up our episode two. Today, Kelly and I will explore deeper into ADHD issues. Hi, everyone! Linda, still curious about the questions you asked me last time? Yeah, you haven't told me the answer yet. Don't worry, my colleague Keiko has interviewed a mental health clinician at Vancouver Coastal Health. Let's start with them. Hi, my name is Keiko. May I ask you a few questions about ADHD? Do you have any experience working with it? Hi, my name is Paula Cotino and I work at an ADHD parent program at Vancouver Coastal Health and I work as a child and youth mental health. I started working here with ADHD because I have worked with all developmental disorders for many years. Um, so I had worked with people with autism, with people with Down syndrome, and now as a mental health clinician. What do you think about some common misunderstandings about ADHD? It's not caused by parenting alone. It's something that originates in the brain. There's enough research that shows that it's not about sugar, it's not about you know too much screen time, it's not about... Um, you know, some parents think poor parenting will cause um, ADHD, and the reality is that it's it's all stems from the brain, and there's a, a strong genetic component to it. But um, parents sometimes get misinformation about how and where ADHD comes from. So one of the most important things about ADHD is teaching parents about uh, where it comes from, that it comes from your brain and it does affect uh, areas of your brain uh, connected to executive functioning. Oh, so ADHD has nothing to do with sugar. It's also not about screen time and poor parenting. I used to have the same misconception as you. Most people seem to be blaming sugar for children's hyperactivity. Yeah, that's what I initially think. If you tell people that your son was diagnosed recently with ADHD, many of them will respond in the same way by telling you he should avoid eating sugar. However, research studies do not support this belief. Some studies have monitored children's activity levels after they were given sugar or a non-sugar substitute. The studies concluded that the children who had been given sugar did not have a higher activity level. Oh, okay. Actually, they should also study on whether parents' beliefs about sugar can influence the way they view their children's behavior. (laughs) You're correct. There really was a study on that. Oh, all of the children were given a non-sugar substitute, but only half of the mothers were told their children had eaten the substitute. Wow, that's interesting. The moms who thought their kids had eaten the real sugar probably rated the children as more hyperactive, right? Yeah, 
And can you guess the reason why so many parents believe sugar makes kids hyperactive? Well, one reason might be about when and where children tend to eat sugary food. Think about cupcakes at birthday parties, or platters of cookies at a holiday gathering, or a scoop of ice cream served close to bedtime. Kids may act up in these situations because they are tired and overwhelmed. Oh, you remind me of my brother. <laughs> He tends to act up in these situations because my mom doesn't allow him to eat sugar at the usual time. Anyways, we do know that sugar offers little nutritional value. It's good to limit the amount of sugar children eat. Wait, I remember the clinician Paula has also mentioned about poor parenting, right? Oh, you're right. We almost forgot this. Many parents believe that bad parenting causes the condition, but don't blame yourself on your parenting skills. Hmm. ADHD is a genetic and biological disorder. There's nothing a parent could do to cause ADHD, but that doesn't mean such parenting styles do not contribute to the severity of ADHD that appears in the child. So. Children with ADHD do need a specific style of discipline that works for them. Let's move on. I can't wait to hear more information from the recording. Sure. I've heard some people say ADHD is a learning disability, and some people say it isn't. Which is it? Uh, I think ADHD is ADHD, and and kids with ADHD can have a learning disability on top of the ADHD.、Uh, but if you have a diagnosis of ADHD and you have enough strategies and support, you may not have a learning difficulty.、Uh, some kids will have challenges in learning because of the ADHD, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they have a learning disability. Wait, let's pause here. Let's make it clear first. ADHD can affect kids' overall ability to learn. It's not easy to do well in school if you're having trouble with focus. But if you have enough support, you may not have a learning disability. Yes, a learning disability makes it hard to acquire specific skills such as reading or math. And ADHD impacts more global skills like paying attention and controlling impulses. It's quite common to have both, right? Yeah, some studies show that nearly half of the children who have ADHD also have a learning issue. We all know the negative sides of ADHD. I'm curious if there are some advantage of it. Ah,、uh, I think it depends on the the type of ADHD. I think some kids who are hyperactive. The good things that they have lots of energy, so they can be, you know, running around and and doing a lot of different things.、Um, they may have their attention span on a few different things. There are quite a few、um, famous people that have that that been diagnosed with ADHD. So ADHD is not a factor that impedes success. Uh, if you have the strategies in place to help you with your executive functioning, so planning ahead, getting organized,、uh, keeping up with time. So if you have those strategies, you can be very successful. And there are,、uh, I can't remember of his name right now.、Uh, he was a Olympic medalist,、uh, Philip. He won several、um, medals for swimming in the Olympics. I don't know if you guys know him.
He's a Canadian uh, fellow, and he has ADHD. Um, so if you if you Google ADHD and, and famous people, you'll find that there's many successful people uh, that have ADHD and have done great. Michael Phelps, I know him. Yeah, he won several medals for swimming in the Olympics. Yeah, and he has actually diagnosed with ADHD. Do you know any other famous athletes with ADHD? Uh, I know a soccer goalie called Tim Howard. Right, an athlete like baseball player Shane Victorino and NFL Hall of Famer Terry Bradshaw are also diagnosed with ADHD. Wow, then it's apparent that ADHD won't stop you from succeeding. You know, when we think of ADHD, we always focus on the negative sides of it. Parents are worried about their children's health condition and how ADHD will affect their children's future. However, if we look at it from a different perspective, oh, I got you. Uh, we might see its rewarding sides. So for kids that seem to have endless amounts of energy, they might be able to channel towards success on the playing field, school, or work. Absolutely, that's for kids who are hyperactive. What about for kids with ADHD who are grouped in the category impulsivity? Do you have any ideas? Well, I think they can turn impulsivity into spontaneity. Hmm, what do you mean by turning into spontaneity? They may be more open and um willing to try new things and break free from the status quo. Oh, I got your point. Yeah, they might also be able to devise unique solutions to tricky situations, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, and also, people with ADHD may have to work twice as hard as their neurotypical peers to achieve their goal. Would this become a strength for them? You mean like perseverance? Oh yeah, that's what I meant. So living with ADHD may give people a different perspective in life and encourage them to approach situations in different ways. People with ADHD may be inventive thinkers because. They have unbounded imagination and creativity. Yeah, so never think ADHD has put a person at a disadvantage, and nothing can change in life. So basically, we are now done for episode two. Thank you for listening, folks. Linda, what are we going to talk about in the next episode? Well, we are still focusing on ADHD, but this time. We'll put more attention on how teachers deal with this issue at school, and also we encourage you to talk to someone you truly trust. Don't go away; we will be back soon. Thanks to everyone who participated in this podcast episode. The interviewer is Kako, and thank you, the clinician Paula, for being with us. Music is by Free Sound. The editors are Linda and Kelly.